You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is happening and welcome to the Locked On Pistons podcast, your episode for Wednesday, March the 6th, and Anthony Tolliver back in town tonight. This is your boy Matt Shook, the host of the Locked On Pistons podcast, a sports scribe here in the Detroit city covering the NBA for the Detroit News and the Associated Press, a Pistons fan and follower my whole life, and a sports newspaper reporter for over a decade as well. Thanks for the listen. Thanks for spreading the word about the show. The numbers that are big continue into March, so you guys must be doing your job. Telling your friends and family about the show, we really appreciate that. But today's show, we're going to look ahead to tonight's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves back at Little Caesars Arena with the red-hot Carl Anthony Towns ripping up the nets across the league. We're going to detail what the Pistons need to do to stop him. Also going to detail a big old friend alert with Anthony Tolliver making his only visit to Detroit this season, a two-time member of the Detroit Pistons with two stints where he was a fan favorite there, and going to tell you about what's up with his year in Minnesota. Also going to pass along the details of the new members of the Pistons GT team. The NBA 2K League had their draft on Tuesday, and a big moment, some uh, barrier-breaking news from the NBA 2K League on Wednesday that we'll tell I'm sorry on Tuesday that we'll tell you about on today's show. But give me a follow on Twitter at Matt underscore shook S C H O C H another underscore after that and also the Lockdown Pistons Twitter account and check us out on Facebook at Lockdown Pistons dash Matt Shook. Give us a like there as well. Appreciate spreading the word there. But the Pistons in action tonight after a two night layoff, a seven o'clock game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, the second and final meeting of the year between these two teams. The Pistons got them in the Twin Cities a little bit earlier this year with a nice comeback, went to overtime there as well. This, by the way, is the second-to-last time with two nights off between games for the season for the Pistons that they just had, having Monday and Tuesday off. they got one more time this year where they'll have two games off, but from then on it's just uh, back-to-backs or one game off. So a tough stretch ahead to close the regular season for the Pistons. I will be in the house tonight. The Pistons, by the way, 11-3 and in games that I am there. Minnesota comes in at 30-34, and very much desperate for a win to keep their playoff hopes alive this season. They are tied with the L.A. Lakers for the 10th spot in the Western Conference. Maybe you've heard that the L.A. Lakers are right now out of the playoffs and have a very much uphill climb if they want to get back into the mix, and the Timberwolves are in the exact same spot, five and a half games out of the Western Conference playoffs. Not looking good. 538.com gives the T-Wolves a 2% chance of making the postseason and just LeBron and the Lakers a 1% chance. If any listeners out there want to give me 100-1 to 1 odds on the Lakers making the playoffs, by the way, or I'll even take 50-1 to 1 odds. If you want to take that bet, go ahead and send me a note on Twitter. I promise you I will Venmo you $2 if you want to take that bet if uh, the return is 100 so we'll make kind of a handshake deal there. So 50 to 1 odds, I'll put 2 bucks on it and uh, give me 100 bucks if the Lakers do make the postseason and I will give you $2 of uh, Venmo money if uh, if the Lakers do not make the postseason. So we'll make a handshake deal on that there. I'll do the first listener who responds on Twitter at Matt underscore Shook, S-C-H-O-C-H, another underscore after that. Uh, so yeah, but you got to live up to your part of the deal. I get 100 bucks if LeBron drags that team back to the playoffs and you get uh, 2 bucks on Venmo. If, uh, if that's what happens. We're just making illegal bets here on the Locked on Pistons podcast. But the Timberwolves coming in here tired after uh, beating the Thunder on Tuesday night. A big win for them. Pistons are 3-2 and two this season when playing against opponents on the second half 
of a back-to-back. Carl Anthony Towns on Tuesday was a monster. Yet again, he has been lately. He had 41 points and 14 rebounds in the win against OKC. His last five games were this. 34-21 and 21 with five assists and two blocks. 37-18 and 18 with three assists and two blocks. 42-17 and 17 with four assists. 28 and 10 with seven assists, almost a triple double there. And then last night, 41 and 14 with an assist and two steals. Just a ridiculous run by the big man out of Kentucky. His 182 points in the last five games are the best five game stretch in team history for Minnesota. We know they don't have a very long team history. I can remember a time when there wasn't a Minnesota Timberwolves team, although maybe some of you listeners can't remember that time. But, uh, you know, KG's been there for many years, obviously. So anytime you're breaking team history records, you're probably breaking his record. Um, 80 rebounds in that five-game stretch as well. In those five games, Carl Anthony Towns is averaging 36.4 points per game and 16.0 rebounds. Ridiculous. Although, Minnesota, only two and three in those five games. Now, I've talked about it on the pod before. I've never been a huge Carl Anthony Towns fan, but that's just kind of my eyeball test. Obviously, I don't watch a lot of Timberwolves games. I've never really seen him be dominant with for long stretches or full games with my own two eyes. I've seen kind of a guy who puts up decent numbers, but you didn't really notice him much throughout the game. So maybe tonight during this torrid run that he's going on, this will be one of those days and the first day that I see Carl Anthony Towns, the, the numbers bear out what he produces and contributes to the Minnesota Timberwolves, maybe even in a winning effort as they're desperate here in Detroit tonight. I just see those numbers that he's putting up at at his young age and see that the projections of what kind of career this could be numbers-wise, and to me it just doesn't match up with the production that I see night in and night out. Still willing to uh, admit that I'm wrong if I'm able to watch some more KAT throughout the rest of his career. But Robert Covington, the uh, big pickup in the Jimmy Butler trade with Dario Saric when Minnesota flipped him earlier this season, he's been out since New Year's Eve. For Minnesota, hasn't played in 2019 yet, but Coach Ryan Saunders, yes, that's Flip's son, and to welcome back to Detroit, Ryan, but um, Saunders says that he could be back sometime this week, so maybe there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance there with uh, possibly Covington making his 2019 debut tonight for the Timberwolves against the Pistons. Luol Dang missed Tuesday's game against the Thunder. He resurfaced after getting bought out by the Lakers, and now... Uh, Luol Deng actually was contributing quite a bit for Minnesota before he went down with an injury. And like I said, plus it's the second half of a back-to-back, so you never really know if someone will rest, especially like a veteran like Derrick Rose, who's been playing well for them this season, maybe with his knees. Ryan Saunders thinks about sitting him down. But then again, a desperate team, so you might not do the regular machinations of sitting guys down on the back-to-backs. We'll see what the Timberwolves decide. We should know something Early on Wednesday afternoon, possibly later on Wednesday afternoon, as the teams don't have to report until the 5.30 report uh, if they're coming off a back-to-back. But uh, sometimes they'll do so earlier anyway. For the Pistons, injury-wise, Zaza Pachulia is doubtful for this game, according to the late injury report from Tuesday. We'll see if that changes on Wednesday afternoon. He's apparently got the uh, Achilles inflammation that has been kind of hampering him all season. So we'll see if Zaza suits up tonight for Detroit. Pistons, five-and-a-half-point favorites, according to most of the books that I've looked at tonight. A quick update from Tuesday night's action. Indiana got the win, which is a good thing. Keep them a half game 
a lead ahead of Philadelphia for the third spot, assuming that you're like me and you think the Pistons might have a better chance with Indiana in the first round. I think they certainly do. But uh, Philadelphia, by the way, beat the Magic, so even better there for the Pistons. Orlando falls to 10th in the Eastern Conference, a half game behind Charlotte and Miami, who were who are tied for the 8th spot in the Eastern Conference playoff race. The Pistons and the Nets still tied for 6th, two and a half games ahead of Charlotte and Miami. Miami is at Charlotte tonight, by the way. If it, um, if it were me and I'm rooting for uh, the Pistons' chances, I'd root for Miami in that one, given that the Pistons' tiebreaker is already secured to the Hornets' favor if the Pistons have a two-way tie with Charlotte, she'd rather have Miami kind of move ahead there. Obviously not a huge deal because one of those teams is going to win, one of those teams is going to lose. So uh, good news, bad news for that one. But definitely rooting for the Cleveland Cavaliers to help out the Pistons again. They are at Brooklyn. So that uh, seems unlikely, but uh, we see how the Cavs did knock off the Magic on Sunday to help out the Pistons there. The updated chances, Pistons, 94% chance of making the playoffs according to 538. Com. But up next, we're going to talk about Anthony Tolliver's season with the Timberwolves, a noted Pistons fan favorite. But when you get in your car, if you're heading down to Little Caesars Arena tonight, by the way, uh, go ahead and tell your smart device to play podcast Lockdown Pistons. That'll bring up the newest one, and it'll just roll through the list, and so you can catch up with all your favorite Lockdown Podcast episodes. I know you've got a list of your favorite episodes that you keep close to your heart, if not uh, close to your face all the time. But we also have an important favor to ask you last week of this. We'd like your help. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners just like you and make your favorite lockdown podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and tell us what you don't like. It should take about 15 minutes to complete. And by participating, you enter the chance to win a $250 Vivid Seats gift card. Just visit lockdownpodcast.com slash survey to participate. Again, that's lockdownpodcast.com slash survey, and we appreciate your feedback. Yes, sir! A little bit later on, I'll introduce you to the newest members of the Pistons GT team as year two of the NBA 2K League approaches this summer. But I wanted to let you guys know I will be headed to the watch party again at Soundboard at Motor City Casino coming up on March 13th. That's Wednesday, so I guess a week from today. I told you about the last one. They got free food up there um, the last time they did anyway. They had Little Caesars Pizza, Coney's, all you can eat, all that good stuff. Dollar beers all night as well. Again, that's Wednesday. That's the game, the road game against the Miami Heat. So watch party on the big screen at the Soundboard at Motor City Casino. All you got to do is just go on the Ticketmaster app and get the tickets. They are free, but you got to get them beforehand. Last time I was a good crowd, a fun venue. The Pistons, they, they did it right. They had Lauren Jabara, the in-arena MC at Little Caesars Arena. She was there kind of hosting the event. You had Shannon, the dancing usher there as well, the extreme team, the dance team. Now, again, I'm not letting you know that for sure all these folks will be there again. I don't know what the plans are for the Pistons organization, just saying that was the deal last time. And, again, I'm planning on being there. So you can meet me, kind of the highlight of your night probably, I'm sure. But uh, I'll bring a Lockdown Pistons shirt or two for listeners as well. So, yeah, good times. Come join me, and um, you can buy me a dollar beer there as we watch the Miami Heat play the Pistons. So tonight, the Timberwolves in town, the return of Anthony Tolliver to Detroit. AT, friend of the show. Um, and as I've talked about, we had him on the show last year. He might have been the first uh, current NBA player to make an appearance on the Lockdown Pistons podcast. So big ups to AT. I know Anthony a little bit as I did a couple stories on him and met him in the offseason before in a past life when I was working for a newspaper in his hometown 
of Springfield, Missouri in the Ozarks. He played for the great Kickapoo Chiefs. Again, Kickapoo High School in Springfield, Missouri. Shouts out to the Chiefs coach Roy Green, the legendary and uh, somewhat hated coach down in Southwest Missouri because him and his Chiefs always waxed the floor with everybody and had a lot of fun doing it. They were now Anthony was there playing before my time. I was in college when he was playing high school ball. I'm just a little bit older than Anthony, but that team was so legendary and such a state championship, uh, you know, team and and the Lurie brothers that they had down there as well. I just heard story after story about that team. Well after they left and graduated and moved on to their college and pro careers, in Anthony's case, but uh, you know couldn't couldn't go too far in Southwest Missouri's basketball circles without hearing about Anthony Tolliver and those guys. One and Kickapoo, like I said, I mean one of the great names in high school basketball for a high school out there. Whenever I told friends that back in Michigan that I was covering the Kickapoo Chiefs, they'd say Kickapoo. What kind of team is that? Fear the Poo was the slogan for the team. Back then, and credit to my friend Justin McMillan, who was a writer for the News Leader at that time. He wrote in his story for the News Leader that uh, Fear the Pooh, I think, was just the, the lead to the story. So it made that moniker popular. They made shirts. It was headlines in the paper during some of these runs. So a real fine time for Anthony back in the day for him. I've talked to him about that a few times. But uh, they were a nationally ranked team back then, 12th in the nation. Uh, South of Missouri is a little bit of a not a, not like an Indiana high school basketball fever level, but kind of close to that, kind of the next level of uh, you know fever pitch for high school sports. That Southwest Missouri basketball scene is a pretty strong one down there. They won the 2003 state championship in Missouri. And I'm being honest here, from what I understand of that team, Tolliver was like the second and maybe even the third best player on that Kickapoo team. This is a public high school in Southwest Missouri in the Ozarks. Um, mostly white dudes on his team, uh, as you might uh, imagine, down there in the Bible Belt. But uh, and I bet Anthony will even admit that that it, uh, that guys like Spencer Lurie, who was the the Mister Show Me Basketball Player of the Year, the the Missouri version of Mister Basketball that we have here in Detroit. Uh, Lurie went and played at Mizzou before transferring back to Missouri State. Devin Mitchell was a high flyer that uh, Anthony played with in high school. He played at Missouri State. Those guys were better in high school. Um, he, but Anthony obviously had the nice size and potential, obviously the work ethic. He admitted later that because those guys were better than him, it gave him some of that work ethic to uh, try to improve against their two-on-two legendary games that they had with some of those guys from high school. Shane Lurie was uh, Spencer's brother, so they had a group of four that were just kind of outstanding players. Anthony ended up going to Creighton in the same Missouri Valley Conference as the local team, Missouri State, which I think kind of didn't recruit him as hard, which it was another chip-on-the-shoulder thing for him. Anthony had a nice career, was all uh, first-team Valley his senior year, but wasn't really a huge NBA prospect when undrafted, ended up uh, with the G League for a while, or D League back then, I guess, and went over to Europe for a couple years, played in Germany and Turkey, and then finally got an NBA shot with the Golden State Warriors in 2010, and has turned himself into a 10-year NBA vet since then. This season with Minnesota is his 11th different stop in the NBA. The second time that he's making a second stop with the a same franchise, Detroit being the first time that he had two stints with them, and now Minnesota being the second one. So this is the ninth different franchise that he's played with, but 11 different stops 
in the NBA. I don't know if I'm exactly saying that correct, but I think you know what I'm saying. But according to basketballreference.com, and we don't like to talk about people's money too much here, but he's made uh, $33 million in NBA salaries over that 10-year career. Not bad for a dude from southwest Missouri for the Kickapoo Chiefs. He's on a one-year deal this year for $5.75 million, so will be a free agent this offseason in case any of you AT stands out there want to dream that he returns. At three, 33 years old, we'll see if what he's still got in his holster uh, maybe going forward as he's the kind of guy who's defied the odds throughout his career and maybe has a couple more seasons of productive NBA uh, left in those legs. But we'll see. You know, guys like that, uh, they could kind of disappear at any time given he's not a, a star. But he's such a good chemistry guy, such a good rotation guy that we'll see if he ends up um, hanging on a little bit longer in this league. For Minnesota, by the way, he was very much out of the rotation for the Timberwolves and Tom Thibodeau back then in November and December. But he's only had two DNPs since January 2nd, so Ryan Saunders has got him back in the rotation for the T-Wolves. He had back-to-back games of 16 and 17 points recently in late February and had nine threes made combined in those two games. So kind of making it happen. That 17 points he had recently was a season high. He, last night on Tuesday, he played 16 minutes. So he's very much in the rotation, especially with Robert Covington being out. Uh, as kind of a big wing there, we know that Anthony's kind of a you know a small four or a big three. I guess he's not probably the quickness to be a big three anymore these days. But uh, you could you could certainly go with a bigger lineup with him if you if you had an athletic four next to him there. But he's getting 4.8 points per game, down quite a bit from last year, the fourth lowest full season of his 10-year career. Uh, but he, you know he got nine points and two and a half rebounds for the Pistons last year, and we know a lot of folks in Detroit and Michigan wanted him back for the Pistons, but it just didn't work with the cap. The Pistons are, you know, forever entrenched by their cap situation. Had to kind of go with Henry Ellenson instead as that body off the bench, given what they were already committed to. John Luer, the backup four situation, just wasn't conducive to bring back Anthony at what he deserved on the market. And uh, and then Ellenson, as we know, never really got his shot with the Pistons anyways, and Luer's just kind of been uh, really, you know, some not no fault of his own, but he's basically been dead weight at $11 million a year for the Pistons. So shouts to Stan Van Gundy for making that great choice. At uh, John Luer, four years, $44 million. Good job there. But uh, Anthony Tolliver, still a 40% shooter from three this year for Minnesota. Not the outstanding 44% shooter that the Pistons had last year with Stan Van Gundy, but very good at 40%. And a guy that uh, we definitely root here for on the Lockdown Pistons podcast, if you couldn't tell that already from the glowing praise that I'm handing Anthony, a good god. A good guy, I say God, because my next note was that uh, to mention that he's a, a true man of faith. Talks with the wears the clothing and the wristband in Jesus' name. I play, so it's something that uh, is very important to him. And uh, so, you know, a good guy, one of those guys you like to root for. And not that a man of faith is necessarily a good guy, or that we have to root for guys just because they're, you know, Christians or something like that. But uh, certainly a a tell that. Um, Whatever, I'm not going to get into that. A little bit too high level for for my uh, theological discussions or thoughts here on the uh, Locked on Pistons podcast. I don't think that's what you're here listening for. But it should be a nice ovation tonight for Anthony Tolliver. I'm looking forward to being in the house and hearing it and uh, catching up with AT myself a little bit too. But is your company looking for a new way to reach customers? Your company could be mentioned right here, right now on the Locked on Pistons podcast. Podcast listeners 
are 60% more likely to interact with sponsors that they hear on their favorite shows. Our demo is 98% males with more education and more earning power than traditional media audiences. So have your company sponsor Locked on Pistons. Go ahead and email me at matt underscore shook, S-C-H-O-C-H, at yahoo.com to find out more. Now next I'm going to let you know about the newest members of the Pistons GT team, the NBA 2K League getting going with year two this uh, upcoming summer. But we're going to tell you about those guys next year on the Lockdown Pistons podcast, which is a proud member of the Lockdown Network, your team every day. Well, the reason that you're starting to get excited about the good weather isn't because of the Tigers season or the NBA playoffs or anything like that. I know that you're just excited about year two for the NBA 2K League. And with that in mind, I wanted to pass along the information from the Pistons GT team as they're getting year two ready to get ramped up in the NBA 2K League. And they had their draft on Tuesday, so I wanted to pass along some of the new members of the NBA 2K League team here locally. The Pistons GT team sent Let's Get It Ramo from New York on after, out of town for a trade to the Indiana team and got a first-round pick out of the deal. I like that uh, general manager Adam Rubin of the Pistons GT team making those moves, getting the... Uh, the, the draft pick for the, the Cornerstone star, and we'll see how that one works out. The Pistons GT team also retained insanity. Chris Del R. Capretti, who was a, a friend of the program, he joined us on the show last year. And uh, so he's back from last year, in addition to Joe Marrero from last year too, although he might have been in the trade with Let's Get It Ramo because I don't remember his name, so hard to say. But the Pistons GT team went 9-5 and five last year, and they had their draft on Tuesday and picked up with that fourth overall pick, from Indiana, picked up a point guard named Andrew Valley, who is monikered Styles. So Styles is coming over to Detroit from New York. And with the Pistons GT team's own 16th overall pick, they added a power forward named Robert May. Robert May is coming from Massachusetts. Other guys picked up included a third-round selection, number 58 overall, a point guard named Jack Stevenson. Jocko is his moniker. He's from New Zealand. So that's exciting to... Uh, have a New Zealander. I know the Pistons got a nice little following in New Zealand, so enough to, nice to get the, the Pistons GT team to get uh, a Kiwi on there as well. And from the fourth round, number 70 overall is a power forward, Rochelle Woods. The Splash King is back from Tennessee. He was on the team last year too. So uh, coach of the year from last year, Dwayne Burton is back, along with, like I said, Adam Rubin is the general manager. Leading the way for Pistons GT team, we'll have some of those guys on this year as well. Let me know if you're into it. Just uh, Are you into the NBA 2K League? Drop me a note on social media. Give me an email. Let me know what you think. But the biggest news of the draft is that the Warriors gaming team in the fourth round drafted Shakita Evans of Chicago, and she will be the first woman to uh, play in the league in the NBA 2K League. She was the first woman to be drafted in the league, so I guess... Uh, she hasn't played in the league yet, so hasn't secured that for sure. But the first woman to be drafted in the NBA 2K League, congratulations to her. She's apparently a former college basketball player and semi-pro player as well. So she can probably ball all over the, uh, the guys on the court that she's going to be playing up against in the video games this year. So interested to see how that comes about April 2nd. The NBA 2K League gets it going this year, so less than a month away. But when you get in your car, go ahead and tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Pistons, and uh, 
Just get the, the newest episode loaded up for your commute wherever you go on these nice Michigan roads in this nice Michigan weather this winter. But give me a follow on Twitter at Matt underscore Shook, S-C-H-O-C-H, another underscore after that. Also the Lockdown Pistons Twitter account. Check us out on Facebook at Lockdown Pistons dash Matt Shook. Appreciate you guys doing that. Big one for the Pistons tonight at home against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We can see if they keep it rolling as the uh, the Pistons appear to be headed towards the playoffs this year. Excited to share the postseason journey with you guys here on the Lockdown Pistons Podcast. This is your host, Matt Shook, saying enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.